your mental health. You are, when you get a good night's sleep, there's nothing like getting a good night's sleep to be in a good mood, right? When you are lacking sleep and you're dragging and you are not feeling like your best self, your mood is plummets. Can we agree on that? Your mood plummets and... Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule, and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. All October, we were talking about how to have, how to use your mornings for self-care, how to start your day, wake up and make life happen. Um, using those mornings as a way to set yourself up for success for the day, for a successful day. Today, we are going to go a little bit deeper and we're going to look at the night before and how to create how to set the scene the night before so that you can get an amazing night of sleep, waking so you can wake up refreshed, ready to go, ready to have a great day. Let me have a drink. So, sidetrack. So I found these this hint water, which is really funny because I was reading this book about it was about um, female CEOs and such an inspiring book. And I think the book was like written for like middle schoolers. <laughs> But it was like, what's it called? Girls Rule the World. Great book if you haven't read it. It's a great book to read to your daughters too. I was doing it on audio and I was listening to it, especially when my kids were in the car. My, well, we have five daughters. So when they were in the car, I made sure I was listening to that one just because it was so inspirational. And anyway, so the I never even heard of Hintwater. And one of the CEOs that were featured in the book, she was the founder of it. And it gave the backstory and... Um, yeah, so then I it was funny because that same exact day, I never even heard of Hintwater. And that same exact day, my, one of my daughters got in the car and said her teacher gave her a water that, that day. So I say water. I used to say water being from Philadelphia. Um, so I had to switch that accent, but she came into the car and actually had a hint water. And I was like, that is so uncanny. Like it was just such a coincidence that the day I heard it about it was the same day that my daughter showed up with a hint water. So anyway, so I've been drinking it to support because I like the backstory of it, really. So anyway, that was a little sidetrack. So we are going to talk about getting that amazing night of sleep. And I'll tell you a little bit about, I have a course. I did a workshop um, a while ago at the beginning of this year. I did it a few times and I've since translated it or I don't know what the word is, converted it, I guess converted it is the word, to a course so that you can take it on your time and not have to be locked into a two hour time slot to take a workshop. I put all of the information and all of the slides and all of that into a course so that you can take it at your convenience. And I'll talk more about that towards the end. But what I'm gonna talk about today is some, just a little bit of what I talk about or what I cover in the course. So we want to, why do you need a good night's sleep in order to have a great morning? Well, it's a cycle, right? That 24 hour cycle, we need sleep. That's 
a fact. We need sleep. And when you end up getting a, a poor night sleep, it affects your day. And then when you have a bad day, it affects your night. So it's a constant cycle that we get trapped in that we need to take action in order to break the cycle and get out and start having that good night's sleep. But it is a process. Just like anything else, it's a process that takes time, practice, and know-how to know what to do to break that cycle. So let's first talk about the benefits of sleep. So sleep gives you more energy. That's a natural thing. When you get a good night's sleep, usually it's when you don't get a good night's sleep that you realize how important sleep is. But when you get a good night's sleep, you wake up energized, especially if that sleep was in un uninterrupted, was the amount of sleep that you needed, like you didn't wake up by an alarm clock or you didn't, you made sure that you went to bed early enough so that you got your full sleep, the quantity of sleep that you need. But when your quality of sleep is good as well, you wake up feeling more energized and that energy that you're feeling helps you be more productive. You can get more done because when you don't, you know that you're sluggish, you're lethargic, you're not feeling like your best self and you have a hard time getting motivated in order to do things. So when you get a good night's sleep, you end up being more productive during the day and getting through your to-do list or at least getting more checked off of that to-do list. It also improves your brain functioning. Now it helps with memory. It helps you retain what, like what happens, those memories, it helps you retain it, but it also helps you recall your memories much better when you get that good night's sleep. It helps you make better decisions. When you're tired, it is so hard to think clearly and to think of all the options and the pros and the cons and all of that. And so you end up walking around in a brain fog, which is going to affect your decision-making capabilities. You also, it helps you think faster. It helps you um, problem solve and it helps you stay more alert when you get more sleep. It also helps your physical performance or your athletic performance, being able to move, especially think about like driving when you're tired. And that's so funny. I, I picked, I said physical ability and I went to driving, which really isn't physical, but it, I guess that's more mental as well, where you are alert, but I'm talking about like the reaction speed. You are able to react much better when you have a full night's sleep. But it also affects, um, it positively affects, oh, I know, I said physical, what did I say? Physical ability or your athletic performance. I said physical performance. Um, but your physical health, actually, is what I meant to say. But it does absolutely affect your physical performance. But your physical health. Sleep has been, has been shown to correlate with a decrease of disease. So heart disease, diabetes, even certain kinds of cancer, um, or stroke, dementia, all of those have been shown to be correlated with sleep or have been negatively affected. When you have, when you're not getting the sleep that you need or that your body needs, the risk of these diseases increases because sleep positively affects or helps us improve our immune system.
When you sleep, your body repairs itself. That's the time when you are in rest, your body's at work. And it's repairing all of the cells and any of the damage that's done during the night. And it helps your immune system. It gives that boost that your immune system needs in order to fight off these diseases. So you also, when you get a good night's sleep, your balance improves, your coordination, your ability to, to perform. And there you go. There's that athletic performance, that physical performance. It's all affected by your sleep. And then finally, your mental health, you are, when you get a good night's sleep, there's nothing like getting a good night's sleep to be in a good mood, right? When you are lacking sleep and you're dragging and you are not feeling like your best self, your mood is plummets. Can we agree on that? Your mood plummets. And so it's so different than when you get good quality sleep, you wake up refreshed and your mood shows that. Your quality of life improves greatly when you get consistent quality sleep. You have that better morning. It's easier to face the day. So that's why we're talking about how are we going to improve our sleep so that you can be in a good mood, so that you can wake up feeling refreshed and ready for whatever life throws at you that day. Because as moms, we're constantly being tested right like even this morning when i just shared about all the things that were happening this morning and my daughters were getting cooperating and and things were just going crazy as they always do in fact this week in my facebook group i asked what has what helps you have a calmer morning and there were some great responses because there's so much that happens as moms that is unpredictable that we can set ourselves up. We can do certain things that are going to help us create a calmer. I'm not, I'm not saying a calm morning, but a calmer morning than completely like overwhelmed, running around like a chicken with your head off kind of morning. So the top, I'm going to share with you the top three. Well, they might not be the top three, but three ways to improve your sleep. And again, this is taken from my course, but it's only a small bit of my course. In my course, I talk about, it's called Sleep Matters, just like the workshop was. And in my course, I share with you and I teach you how to use cognitive behavioral strategies. So that means we're talking about the mind. We're talking about the thoughts that are happening, um, conditioning, how to recondition your mind and your body to, to equate the bed with sleep. So we're taking the cognitive part, which is like the mental part, and the behavioral part, which is the actual like setting up your routine and your environment and creating the behaviors that induce sleep. So I teach this to you in your course, in, in the course. It could be your course if you want to take it. <laughs> um, so 
Let's talk about three ways that you can improve the quantity and the quality of your sleep. The first one I just mentioned, build a routine that gets your mind and your body ready for sleep. I think about when you're getting ready, if you played sports when you were young or, you know, your kids are playing sports, you know that right before the game, there's pep rallies. There's certain exercises, certain, certain things that a team does, that a person on a team does to get themselves ready for the game. And they do this repetitively. They do this as a way of saying, it's time to play ball or let's, let's go get our head in the game, right? Like it, it helps them get their head in the game. And the same thing with sleep. And the same thing is what a nighttime routine does to us or for us when we are getting ready for bed. We need that nighttime routine, that structure, in order to get our mind and body ready for bed, to say, get your head in the game, get your head in the bed, get your head in the pillow. Like once your body and your mind get used to that routine, it's an easier transition because it's getting ready, it's preparing for what's ahead and it gets to know what's ahead. And you get in that routine, it ends up, breaking that cycle and getting you in a new cycle that's sleep-inducive. So you wanna work backwards. You know, what are some activities? It might be like just a short brainstorming activity. You don't have to Google this, but what are some activities that you can do that you enjoy, that calm you, that bring you that sense of peace and calmness that you need in order to fall asleep? This could include such things as maybe taking a bath or maybe lighting a candle, writing in a journal, playing some calming music. The things, nighttime routines are all different, as is anything. Morning routines we talked about earlier this month, and it's going to look different depending on what works for you. And so doing a short brainstorming activity and trying out, not being afraid to try things out and see, like, you want to start from the most active to the most calming. So of course you don't want major act active. You want to be able to do things that, you know, that are gonna lead you to getting in bed. And, and if you do read, that could be a part of your, of your nighttime routine, getting yourself adjusted, getting yourself calm in a state of peace. Now, of course, the reading ideally wouldn't be the last the last activity in your routine. Although reading might just put you out. I know there's some books that I read that, I mean, my husband will be like, hey, <laughs> get up. like I'll fall asleep with the book on my chest. But it doesn't, you know, you want to create that structure that's gonna get your head in the game, get your head falling asleep. So choosing them down, writing them down is important and making sure that you're following them. Put that little list next to your bed so that you can follow it each night until it becomes a routine and a habit. And, and with time and practice, your body and your mind will know that it's getting ready for the, to wind down and go to sleep. The second way to improve your sleep is to keep a pen and paper by your bed especially if you are one to start worrying at night. 
The reason we start wearing at night, the, the reason that our mind starts racing at night is because the minute your head hits the pillow, especially when our day is so busy, our mind is like, oh, now I can finally think. Now you're letting me think. All day you, you had me doing all of these different tasks and all of these other things on your mind. At night, you can finally clear your mind, you would think. And so at that time, so your mind's like, all right, I'm on. Let's flood your mind with all of these things. I'm ready. So keeping that pen and paper by your bed is just a tool that you can use to get what's in your head out on paper. And then set yourself time, right? Part of breaking that cycle is restructuring your day as well. Setting aside time in your day as your worry period, as the time that you can go back over that list and decide what is worth worrying about. What are some things maybe you want to do some more brainstorming during the day during your worry period and deciding like what what here can I solve? What do I have control over? What are things that I can reframe and think about differently? And the more you do that, we repeat our thoughts. Those worries keep coming back until you actually do the work to change them and to challenge them. And so that's the work that you need to change from being the minute you hit the, your head on the pillow to a time during the day when you are thinking clearly because you will not solve the world's problems at midnight. <laughs> you need to set yourself time on in the day to be able to go over those worries, go over those thoughts, do the work so that when your head hits the pillow, those thoughts are at its minimum or at their minimum and you can fall asleep more easily. Number three, Restricting the activities you do in your bed goes a long way. It's part of the process of reconditioning your mind and your body for sleep. Using your bed only for sleep, sickness, or sex, like intimacy. Other than that, even, even reading, doing it maybe in a comfortable chair in your room or doing it like playing on your phone. Sorry. <laughs> if you want to, if you really want to improve your sleep, think about moving your phone across the room. Out of the room would be even better, but if you use your alarm and stuff, just having it maybe not in arm's reach. Maybe it doesn't have to be across the room, but maybe just not in arm's reach, especially when you're working on breaking that habit of getting in bed and looking at TikToks. So you want to set up your environment, but using your bed, no reading, no playing on your phone, no television, that's a big one, um, and re-equating the bed to actually equal sleep. Because the more you're doing these other activities, the more your mind equates the bed with all of these wakeful, stimulating activities. And so you wanna recondition your mind to, to realize that the bed is not for all of these things. The bed is actually for sleeping. And so that when you go through your nighttime routine, you end up in bed and your mind says it is time to sleep because it has done the work to re-equate your bed with the act of sleeping. So again, it is so important to make sure you are getting a good night's sleep in order to get up in the morning 
and have the morning that's going to set you up for a successful and amazing day. It all works together. It's funny how that happens, right? <laughs> funny how that is. How it all works together in that cycle of, of living your best life. Now, if you are struggling with sleep, check out my course. I'll put the link in, if you're watching this on Facebook, I'll put it in the comments. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, I'll put it in the show notes. Check out the course. Let me know. Check it out. See if it's something that you think could help you get the night, get the quality and quantity sleep that you require, that you need, that you want. I'll put the links in there. Um, I have to look at my notes. So the course, I just want to mention that the course is actually based on the cognitive and behavior, cognitive and behavioral therapy, but I've readjusted it to use to in this course, it's used in the treatment of insomnia. So even if you're not officially diagnosed with insomnia, but you have insomnia, like insomnia features or like you have the symptoms of insomnia, which includes not being able to quiet your mind, not being able to sleep. And not, it could be used for sleep apnea, but I'm not, I'm not saying that this is to treat. If you're officially diagnosed with insomnia or any sleep disorder, definitely go see a doctor about that. So I'm not your therapist, but in the course, I do teach you lots of strategies that are used in the treatment of insomnia. And so super, super helpful. Check it out if you struggle with sleep. Hey mom, can't catch a good night's sleep these days? I've got you. Sleep matters. And because it does, not getting the quantity or the quality you need can have detrimental effects on your health and well-being. To feel your best and not only to get through the day, but to have an absolutely amazing day, you've got to get the sleep your body and mind needs, which is why I developed Sleep Matters a course for moms to help you take care of yourself and get the kind of sleep you deserve. In this course, I teach you cognitive and behavioral strategies used in the treatment of insomnia. We work to minimize the sleep worries, re-equate your bed with sleep, set you up with a sound nighttime routine, and establish an environment that is conducive to sleep. Don't waste another night tossing and turning. Enroll in Sleep Matters, self-care for the troubled sleeper, and finally, get your Z's. Also, in November, I'm restarting up the book club in my inner circle. We didn't do it the past two months because we need members. We need members in there to have the actual discussion. And so in November, I'm running a special, special promotion where I will be giving 11 days of membership into the Moms Without Capes Inner Circle, previously the Self-Care Goals Club, and we restructured it, and so that way, that's why I changed the name to it, to focus, well, of course it's self-care, but to focus more on self-love and self-growth, which is all about self-care, but we decided to change, I, well, I decided to change the name to the Inner Circle, and we'll restart the book club in November, but through the month of November, you get 11 days of membership for only $11, because it's the 11th month of the year. Get it? <laughs> so 11 days for $11. Right now, I'll put the link 
down below. If you are interested in finding out more, go ahead, click on the link, check it out, get your name on the waiting list. And that way you'll be the first to know on Monday when I open the doors, you can come on in, you can check it out. There's lots of quick win trainings. We've got the book club, of course. We've got another private Facebook group just for the members of the inner circle. You've got lots of trackers and tools and resources, all kinds of things in there. Plus, I have some more, I have some live events going on. We've got a social lunch, um, to, was it today? Yeah, today I'm doing, no, no, this week doing a um, monthly reflection and review. We actually, re we did that yesterday, but nobody showed up. So, cause I'm telling you, we need members in this group. We need members in the inner circle because we only have, I think there's five, six members. And so if you, this is just at the start. I have been trying it this all year and I would love to have you in it. Cause I want to, I envision, this is what I envision for the, for the, Moms Without Capes Inner Circle. A group of us come together, weekly live events, to get to know one another, to just chat, to have coffee together, right? Just like friends would do. And we work on developing self-growth, personal development, through the book club, through different trainings. I wanna have speakers in. A few weeks ago, I was in another group and I was the speaker in the group and I led, I facilitated a roundtable discussion actually on sleep and sleep worries. And I loved it. I walked away from it feeling like it, it, it was just so refreshing. Like I felt like everybody had gotten like huge amounts of, of value out of the discussion. It was so awesome being able to talk with other moms and about things that help them. And so this is what I envision when I think of the inner circle is us coming together for group discussions, having speakers, having um, opportunities for growth and development and being able to connect with one another. That's the huge thing because we can all take workshops and courses and, and do watch YouTube videos to learn. Everything you, you can learn is probably on YouTube. But the connection and the community you will find in the inner circle, especially as we get bigger and there's more members, that's what I'm after. That's why I created the Self-Care self Goals Club and same reason I am transforming it to the inner circle because that's what I wanna do. I wanna use my skills and I wanna be able to bring us together and bring in some other experts so that we can work on becoming our best version. And that hasn't changed. So the, the book that I will be starting with is the, I should have brought it down with me, it's on my bedstand, which I shouldn't be reading in bed. <laughs> I just talked about that, but it's sitting on my bedstand. It is our, my nightstand. It's Believe It. Um, actually, Rochelle, I will put in the link below. If you go to momswithoutcapes.com slash, I think it's book club. I'll check. I'll check what the link is, but I'll put it below. I have listed the books. I actually put links in the on the page with the different books that we'll be reading, I think all the way through next September. Because we read one book every two months, which is quite a bit of time. And we might switch. It depends. Like, like I said, we only have a few members. So once we get new members, we can totally make it what it what works for us. But as of now, we focus on one book every two months, so that way you only have to read a chapter or two a, month, a week, 
and I ask the questions right inside our Facebook group. Um, that way you can answer it on your own time. I went back and forth like thinking maybe we should have a, um, well the book is called Believe It, from how to go from unestimated to unstoppable, that's what it's called, by Jamie Kern Lima, which I saw her speak, amazing. She's absolutely amazing. The story is all about like perseverance. So that, we started reading the book, but then nobody was involved, nobody was engaging in the discussion. And that's the other thing, even if you don't read the book, like if there's a month or two that you don't read the book or you're not interested in reading the book, the questions that I ask in the Facebook group are general enough that you will be able to answer and you'll get you'll get stuff out of the book. Like you'll get you'll get stuff out of the discussion questions even if you choose not to read the book. Cuz I didn't want to like just have the book club like separate inside like a little click. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be all include like to include anybody who's in the group. So the questions, if you want to read along, of course you get more out of the questions, you get more out of the discussion but the questions themselves are general enough that help you dig into and like do some self exploration, but still be involved even if you didn't get to read the book or maybe you're reading it and thumped, like your life was super busy those weeks and you weren't able to actually read the chapters, you can still engage in the question or in the discussion. And then at the end of the month or the end of like every two months, we'll have a live event celebrating like the finale of the book where we'll dive deeper into the book at that point this is what i would like at, at that point i would love to um read books that ha i have the author come in and speak and like expand on it that would be and like for q a that's that's my dream like that's what it will be eventually but i can't do that yet not having many members because nobody shows up as i said like yesterday when i did my so I couldn't even remember when it was. I'm like, I know I scheduled it for this week. It was yesterday. I put on the Zoom. I waited 30 minutes and nobody showed up. So I'm like, gosh, dang it. I'm like, I need members in this inner circle so that we could actually have discussions and events. And, and we were going to like, I had all these questions prepared. Um, but yeah, so that's where I am. That's what's, that's what's going on. If you're interested, I'll put the link below or in the show notes if you're, watching, if you're listening to this in a podcast version. Um, that and the book club. I'll put the book club list of books so you can check it out. And hey, even that's not carved in stone. Rochelle, if you were to join the book, if you were to join the inner circle and you were like, hey, I heard about this book, we could change it. Like, we could totally change it. Like, nothing is carved in stone. It is our group. Like, I want it to be a group. Like, I'm, you know, I, I need suggestions and ideas and I want to make it something that you want to be at. So let me know. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.